Welcome to the More Than a Physique podcast. I'm your host, Kristen Jansen, online fitness coach, content creator, and competitive bodybuilder and powerlifter. In this podcast, we help you discover your inner athlete. Each episode will enhance your life as we provide you insights on all things health, fitness, and personal development. Now let's bring out your inner athlete. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the More Than a Physique podcast, where we discuss ways to ignite all areas of your life surrounding health, fitness, and becoming mentally elite. I'm your host, Kristen Jansen, Certified Strength and Conditioning Specialist at The Natty Hour. Welcome everybody to episode 65. Sorry I have been a little MIA these last couple of weeks here, had some personal things come up in my life, and had to take a week off from the podcast. Podcast. So due to some additional things kind of coming up in my life here, what I've decided to do moving forward is switch to bi-weekly episodes. I'm actually currently working on a special project. I don't want to say too, too much more about that right now. So I'm finding that having that balance has been a little bit of a struggle and I have made the decision to switch to bi-weekly episodes so I can kind of balance the two where I'm still posting regular podcasts but as well focusing on this other thing that I'm working on. And it's a balancing act for sure. And that kind of ties into what we're going to talk about today. And in today's episode, we're going to try to answer the question, what's more important for fat loss, accuracy or flexibility? Now, this is a tough question to answer. Of course, it depends. It depends on you, your goals, your timeline, and how much weight you have to lose. I think before we can answer this question, it's important to break down the roles that accuracy and flexibility play in fat loss. So let's start with accuracy. Accuracy refers to how precise you are with your nutrition program. So regardless if you are following a meal plan from your dietitian or tracking your macronutrients, how accurate are you truly being and are you actually following the program. The reason this is so important from a fat loss perspective is because accuracy and the rate of fat loss are correlated. Meaning, if you are accurately following the plan, you therefore are going to see the results you are looking for quicker. In contrast, if you aren't being accurate, the slower the results you will see. So if you are having items off of the meal plan or aren't weighing out your food or you're having untracked meals or snacks throughout the day, the rate of fat loss is going to slow down. Now you may be thinking, okay, problem solved. I just need to be more accurate with my diet and I will see the results I am looking for quicker. And while that is true, we have to be self-aware as to what is realistic to us as individuals. If you are going to tighten things up dramatically, how does that look? How does that change things in your life? Does that mean you have to stop going out for weekly drinks with your girlfriends? Does that mean you have to stop date night with your spouse? And if the answer is yes, now you have to ask yourself, is that realistic? Because there's a trade-off. If you tighten things up and become overly rigid with your diet, while you will speed up your results, you are going to lose some of your flexibility. For example, no more date night with your spouse may yield some loss of your sanity and enjoyment in life. Now, maybe you won't feel this loss. Maybe you and your spouse are adaptable and can do something else together that you are both totally fine with that doesn't have to revolve around food. At the end of the day, everybody is different. And it's up to you to find that balance for yourself based on your lifestyle 
and your goals. For example, if you aren't that social and eating 100% of your meals from your own kitchen is easy for you, clearly you're going to see an increase in your accuracy, which of course optimizes the rate at which you will yield results. However, on the opposite end of the spectrum, if you're a social butterfly and need to go out once a week, there's nothing wrong with that. However, you need to understand that things might take a little bit longer. Now you might be saying, but the restaurant I go to has the new nutrition facts and the meal I choose always fits my macros. But even though that's often the case, you also have to remember that just because the nutrition facts for a meal at a restaurant are available online doesn't mean that those are the actual calories you are consuming. I can guarantee that the chef is just not weighing out the food like you think that they are, especially when you're not the one preparing your food. They're not weighing it out like you normally would. And just because the macros are available doesn't always make the meal accurate. You know, for example, the macros for a stir fry. Maybe it has 100 grams of basmati rice, but the chef, they're, they're not weighing it. Maybe they give you 200 grams. Sometimes maybe even 300 grams are in front of you. You can't guarantee that. Of course, that doesn't always happen, but it's a risk that you have to understand. And because of that, you know, your accuracy is likely going to go down, which is going to slow down your results. Keyword there, slow. Not ruin, just slow them down. Now let's break down the role of flexibility in fat loss. Flexibility when you are dieting is the process of cutting yourself a break from being overly rigid with your diet as an attempt to not only maintain your sanity, but also increase your adherence to the program. Let's face it, we all only have so much time and willpower in a day. I hate when coaches get mad at their clients for quote unquote cheating on their diet and they tell them that they just need to try harder. That's their solution when they cheat on their diet versus pulling back the layers and trying to understand what's going on. Me telling you to just try harder, that's like me shoving an empty glass in your face and telling you to drink more water. If there's no water left, there's nothing to drink. Just like when there's no willpower left, there's no way to try harder. So something to just keep in the back of your mind because I really recommend just trying to get that thought process out of your head. Our willpower is cumulative of everything throughout the day. You don't have separate amounts of willpower for your job, for your chores, your kids, your cravings. Your willpower is one. So if you've had a horrible day at work, maybe on top of that you forget to get the groceries and you're also late dropping the kids off to soccer practice, of course you have no willpower left by the time you get home at the end of the day and maybe because of that you decide to binge on a bag of potato chips. Versus trying harder in that situation, it's important to learn from these experiences and understand that maybe you just need more flexibility within your program. So please don't get down on yourself if this example sounds like a regular occurrence to you. There's nothing wrong with you, it's just a sign that you need to look into things and see what you can make easier for yourself. Now, I'm not saying it's okay to go binge on an entire bag of potato chips, but maybe trying to perfect accuracy and chase down every gram of the food that you are eating perfectly, maybe that's contributing to the lack of willpower that you're having at the end of the day. And that too, of course, is going to contribute to the binge, in which case increasing your flexibility could have helped avoid the binge altogether. This right here is what I was referring to when I said that flexibility helps you adhere to the program because it reduces restrictions, making it easier to stay on course with your program after a stressful day. It's actually been shown that those 
who are restricted with their diet, so they only focus on accuracy, they do lose weight. However, those who are restricted but also flexible with their diet not only lose weight, but they keep it off. So this should answer the question of today's episode, right? Which is that both accuracy and flexibility are important for fat loss. Sustainable fat loss, that is. But on the other side of flexibility, it's important to understand that it does have an inverse relationship with the rate of fat loss. Meaning the more flexible you are, the slower the rate of fat loss will probably be. So for example, you may see quicker results when you eat out once a week compared to if you eat out five times a week, which isn't a bad thing. I want to quickly stress the fact that slower rates of fat loss is not a bad thing at all. In fact, it's been shown that the slower the rate of fat loss you achieve, the more likely you are to actually keep it off forever. Remember, our goal is sustainable fat loss, not trying to lose weight as quickly as possible because based on the research, the quicker the results occur, the less sustainable they are. And why is that? I honestly think it's because when you are so focused and fixated on the end goal to lose weight as quickly as possible, we aren't slowing down to focus on mastering the fundamentals. We aren't trying to implement these new habits in a sustainable way and then we lose our desired amount of weight what do we do at that point we go back to our old habits because we haven't been focusing on implementing these new and better behaviors that would have allowed us to actually maintain our results so if things feel like they are moving slow compared to others don't let that discourage you that's a win it's likely a good thing anyways you have to find a rate of fat loss that allows you to stay motivated to stick to the program because we don't want it to be too slow. But we also need to be sure that we're being as accurate as you need to be in order to achieve the results that you are looking for, but maintaining the flexibility that you need to still enjoy the moments in life that are important to you. It's definitely a balancing act, right? And it can be extremely tricky. And this is the biggest reason why I think having a coach guide you through this stage is extremely helpful and beneficial. Heck, this is the reason why I even have a coach when I'm dieting. I understand on paper how to diet someone down and ensure they are balancing these different things efficiently just based off of the individual. But when it comes to myself, objectiveness goes out the window as it does for most people because let's face it, we are our own worst critics. I understand though, not everyone can afford a coach, so what can you do to ensure that you are balancing your rate of fat loss efficiently, but also balancing your accuracy and flexibility so you are actually achieving the results that you want? I think the first thing to do is to be self-aware of what's realistic for you, because it's going to look different for everybody. So to do so, I would answer those questions that I previously mentioned. What areas of your life can be more accurate? How does that change things in your life? And are these changes realistic? So for example here, if you know you haven't been weighing out your rice, that's something that you can be more accurate with. Okay, so how does that change things in your life? Well, maybe it means that you have to go buy a food scale. Okay, so is that realistic? Yeah, you know what, I can take the time 
and I have the money available to go buy a food scale. Great, go make it happen. If you know deep down a change is not gonna be realistic and you won't stick to it, then you have to move on to the next. Maybe you can revisit that change at a later date, but I wouldn't fixate on it. You want to focus on easy changes that you know you're gonna be able to stick to. If you try to implement a dramatic change that you know you just won't do, all that that is going to do is lead to thoughts of failure, guilt, and other unnecessary negative emotions. So don't dwell on it if it's not something that you realistically know that you're not capable of doing right now. Let it go, just move on to what you know is gonna be realistic. Next, I would define your non-negotiables. What do you need to keep in your life to maintain your sanity? If you need to have your weekly date nights and you need it to be at your favorite restaurant where you had your first date with your spouse, okay, that's fine. Keep that flexibility in your routine. You don't have to give that up if it's that important to you. But what about wine night with the girls? Maybe you ladies have been chatting about, you know, switching things up and maybe doing a hike instead. Well, there's an opportunity for you to make a realistic change that can tighten up your accuracy as needed. After that, it might be worth looking into how you can increase your flexibility as needed. Because I'm going to be honest with you, fat loss is tough and you shouldn't be expected to deprive yourself so aggressively until you snap. Remember, flexibility helps you maintain adherence to the program because we all only have so much willpower in a day. So be honest with yourself and allow yourself some flexibility. Maybe you're super busy with work and the kids and the idea of meal prepping to increase your accuracy for the week is just not realistic. So, okay, what can you do then? What can you do to increase your flexibility so you can still have high nutrient quality meals without having it to take too much of your time? Maybe it's picking up some instant rice or pre-cooked chicken so dinner takes no more than 15 minutes to cook. Or maybe getting some frozen meals from a meal prep company. There's so many options for you to make your life a lot easier without it having to be all or nothing where you can't adhere to the program. You just have to find those options for yourself. Now that we have taken the time to realistically plan out what's gonna be realistic for you, I think establishing a realistic rate of fat loss is next. If you are trying to lose weight, you have to be realistic with your rate of fat loss based off of the answers above. So for example, if you decided to eat out twice a week and you can't weigh out your food right now for whatever reason, you need to have the expectations that your rate of fat loss may be a bit slower. Again, not a bad thing at all. But on the other end of the spectrum, if you decided that you're only going to eat out maybe once every two weeks and prioritize more accuracy, then you can have the expectations of a quicker rate of fat loss. Now, what is slow and quick to me may be completely different to you. And while there are so many other factors beyond accuracy and flexibility that play a role in fat loss, such as training, cardio, being in a calorie deficit, a good rate of fat loss for those on the more accurate side of the spectrum would be around 0.5 to 1% a week. So for example, if you weigh 200 pounds, you can expect to see a one to two pound drop a week. For someone who has given themselves more flexibility, we might expect half of that. So 0.25 to 0.5% a week. Again, if you weigh 200 pounds, that might be 
0.5 to one pound a week. And this depends on how flexible you are. I definitely wouldn't get too caught up in these numbers because like I said, it really does depend. Instead, I would ensure that you are tracking your weigh-ins and then compare those weigh-ins to the results on a monthly basis. The reason why I suggest monthly basis is only because it is more accurate for women to compare month to month versus week to week due to our menstrual cycle. And then when you're comparing changes on a month to month basis with your weigh-ins, are you seeing things move down? If so, great. Don't worry so much about how much things have moved down. As long as your month two weigh-in is less than your month one weigh-in, things are working. Celebrate that and keep doing your thing. If things aren't moving, that's okay too. That's just a sign that you need to reevaluate things and try to reduce a little bit of flexibility and tighten up some of your accuracy. It takes a lot of practice and it's gonna be a little bit trial and error at first. So like I said, if you are doing this on your own, please go easy on yourself. These factors that I am talking about is what you hire a coach for. They manage these things to help you in order to achieve your results that are realistic for you and your lifestyle. It's very challenging to manage those things on your own. So if you are, please go easy on yourself. Please be kind to yourself. You will get better with time. All right, team, that about wraps up this week's episode. Thank you all so much for listening. I really appreciate it. If you guys found this helpful, please do me a huge favor. Please leave the podcast a review if you haven't already. Share this with a friend or a family and be sure to tag me on Instagram. You can follow me at kristen.jansen. I always love when you guys share with me that you've checked out the newest episode. So again, thank you all so much for your continued support. It means more to me than you know. So again, going forward, we are gonna switch to episodes every every two weeks. So I will chat with you guys again in a couple of weeks here. But until then, go out there, strive for more, be more, and ignite your inner athlete.